Previously on Rivals of Waterdeep. Okay, we meet with Mert the money lender, and Perrin casts a spell to trick him into loaning us money at a cheaper return. I think he wanted 50% to begin with, but we ended up settling on 25. Anyways, we head to Blackstaff Tower to meet with some wizards, and they show us the scroll that they have that cannot be deciphered. They give us a big box of rocks, and they say that we need these things to decode it. But every time we flip one of the rocks, some type of horrible elemental appears. After fighting three elementals, the group manages to solve the puzzle, which is... The Stone of Galore has three eyes. (laughs) Anyways, let's get to the episode. We are one man short this week. Unfortunately, Rin is not here. Rin is on a date uh, with a nice mm. other high elf that he found in, uh, I, I believe, at the Lucky Duck, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, because he won his staff and then he gave it back. Yes, yeah, is that what they call it these days? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And we're going to round the table and introduce ourselves, our, uh, starting with Perrin. Uh, my name is Cicero Holmes. I am playing Perrin Underbow. He is a halfling bard. My name is Sharif Jackson. I'm playing Shaka, a tiefling warlock. My name is Carlos Luna. I am playing Knock Knock, a half-orc fighter. My name is Tanya DePass. I'm playing Salisa Storio, a human paladin. My name is Serena Marie. I'm playing Ashburn, a half-elf ranger. And in the last episode, you all had just left Blackstaff Tower. And you were in Blackstaff Tower because you were sent there after you met with Mert, the money lender, who gave you the money to buy your way in to guess about a bunch of rocks and be attacked by a bunch of things. And you left there with the clue, the Stone of Galore has three eyes. And that's it. Third eye is open. You're literally walking out of the uh, Blackstaff Tower right now. Rin is like, oh, bye, bye. Like, listen, I got it's been great. And he goes running off. Oh, Rin probably what? should have uh, cleaned up for his date. <laughs> That's true, right? He's like covered in flour. Rin looked fine. <laughs> All the rest of you are a complete mess, but Rin looks spectacular. Yeah, I know for a fact Ash is like covered in flour because I attacked that monster with the flour. <laughs> yeah. Fact, Chips like pops out of your yeah. bag and just sneezes a big old cloud oh. of flour. <laughs> and poor is just like, this will take forever to buff out my armor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, I'm sort of amazed and I'm nervous, but I'm happy that we all came together to like solve this puzzle at the literal last minute, yeah. which was awesome. Um, but I'm also thinking like, P.U., do you remember what that dwarf said about Galore? Uh, yeah. At the Rusty Nail? Yes, well, uh, the Galore was a thing that Philip was telling me about. Philip the Dwarf. Oh, he okay, Philip. Really, really wonderful person. So <laughs> we now know that Galore is a stone that has three eyes. But that is part of the thing about Galore is that it erases memories. Mm-hmm. And the person who used Galore erased his own memory and the memory of his companions when he buried all that gold that we need to find, or at least that you guys need to find. I'm just in for the adventure. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sure you'll want your cut. Uh, we get it. No one does this just for adventure. <laughs> Anyone who gets a cut leaves someone in the bubble. We're like aware of that, right? Yes. Right. The, so we <laughs> just, will. Get... Just so you know, you need exactly <laughs> a million gold. Yeah, well, uh, 
you know, there may be like a million and one gold. <laughs> right. A million and three. A few crowns <laughs> lying around. <laughs> right, yeah. So Melanie sees you all leave the tower. She was asked not to be in the meeting with Mert because Mert knows her as a shrewd negotiator and clearly wanted leverage on you all. So she's been sitting in, like, there's a nice courtyard area around the tower, some fountains. Mert seemed to forget that. And Underbow is also a shrewd negotiator. Yeah, he didn't. Also, that you would risk casting a cantrip on, like, a 17th level merchant, right? That was insane, but it worked. So she comes running up, and she's like, oh, you all? Oh, uh, a little worse for wear, but we're all here. Where's Ren? Did Ren make it? Ren's on a date with a gentleman. Is that code for something? No. It's, no. It's, oh, oh, sure. oh, excellent. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Well, I'm glad you all had time. Um, so it went well? Um, well, what's your definition of well? We didn't die. You have a way sure. for us to get it. Well, that's good. It's good. Being alive is great. And we have the money? No. No. Mm. Guys, we don't have the money? I thought we got the money. What was that all about? We got money from Mert to get the information. Yes. And, oh, we got the, and we got information. We got the information. And the information will get us the gold. That is correct. It, it is one step, yes. What is the information? Different. Well, we can't tell you. Yeah. What? I forgot, guys. I, it's not, I'm not playing hardball or anything, but I totally forgot. So the information is that the Stone of Galore has three eyes. Well, what is the Stone of Galore? That's a good question. It is a stone that will allow you to... I just... I literally <laughs> just talked oh, about... Oh, I caught a little bit of that as I was walking up. The memory thing? Oh, okay. All I'm right, so well... I'm sorry, Elise. I literally just said <laughs> that this stone was used to erase the memories of the man who hid the gold. Okay, so wait, wait. So we need... Oh. The stone Wait a minute. You know, okay. I have a contact in town... And we're meeting tomorrow, and he's real nervous about his position with the Xanathar. Do you guys know who the Xanathar is? No. Okay, so listen up. The Xanathar is a beholder, all right? If you don't know what a beholder is, it's the big, huge eyeball. It's got little mm-hmm. eyeballs coming off it, and it floats around and shoots death rays. Oh, gross. Okay? Oh, it's so awful. Behold. And there's one in this town. And she's like, those maps. And she pulls out one of the, she like reaches into your bag and pulls out one of the maps, and she shows this little town that's apparently beneath the city. So the city is on a huge plateau. Okay. So you, as you were coming up, you come up this like long ramp and go to this plateau where the city is built on. Apparently there's a bunch of catacombs in that plateau. Cause that's where the dwarves built their original mines, which is what the city was built on because every single city in the sword coast and the forgotten realms basically goes like this. The dwarves dug too deep. Oh, they released hell beasts. It cursed the land and everything around it for a, you know, a 10,000 years. And then we built this nice city. Like, that's basically how they all go. Okay. So beneath this city is this huge catacomb structure and this town called Skullport that apparently this beholder runs mm-hmm. like a tyrant mayor, right? It's like, well, this is definitely one of the big players in town. Definitely going for the gold and has an advisor that I know. Pays me some money. It's the thing with the drow. They rent their hunting lodges once a year. It's not really important. But he has some information and said he's willing to trade something. And I'm wondering if that's got anything to do with this stone. I don't trust him. He's dangerous. And if he's running scared, it means that he's in danger. So I'll need some backup. Well, I'll go. Well, I'll back, I'll, I'll back you up. All right. We also need to know who that guy was who attacked you, that other half-orc. Yeah, that was messed up. That yeah. was messed up. Just, we weren't even doing anything. Yeah. Name, I got the name. 
He's known as Zaraj the Hunter, apparently a, a bit of a folk hero around these parts. Don't know much else besides that, but will do jobs for high, the highest bidder? Like, doesn't really belong to any one faction. So he just attacked the group. I wasn't there, I don't know, but from what I've heard, yes. He threw rock at me and attacked me. And then you ran after him. Yeah. A- after the kid, actually, not even after Well, him. I mean, <laughs> I kind of placed the kid with him, so oh. it's like the kid's, like, also a jerk. But you guys, <laughs> he was, like, robotic. Like, he had no expression when he was shooting arrows at us. It was messed up. It looked like he was under control. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I want to find some more information about um, about this hunter. Mm. Um, if you don't think that uh, the tyrant has it, then I might go maybe check out the Rusty Nail or like another one of the areas and see if I can get some info. That seems like an excellent idea. Yeah. What is what is the uh, half orc's name again? The half orc's name is Zaraj the Hunter. Zaraj. Apparently, he lives on the rooftops. There's a lot. It feels like a squatter. Like, I would I'm think you'd sh- live next to the house, yeah. like a real garage. I mean, look, I'm not sure. Like, you know, you know, these things balloon out of control. Half orc fires a couple black arrows, a doubt at people from the rooftops, and all of a sudden he's a superhero. There's going to be rumors about this, but what I've heard lives on the rooftops, skulks at night only, and never, ever, ever has been seen anywhere except for these attacks. No one's ever tracked him down. Mm hmm. Well, we got to find something because he just tried to literally take out, you know, all of us. He also never failed. Not me. Well, he failed this time. He sometimes comes back. So we should be careful. Apparently, he always completes his jobs. Okay. So who's coming with me and who's going to search out this Zaraj? I'll go with you, Melanie. Yeah, maybe I'll search out this guy. He sounds dangerous. Why is he on roofs? I think you should absolutely search because from what you told me, I didn't see the incident, but from what you told me, you kind of climbed up there and kind of scared. Oh yeah. Because you're awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Thank you. Better than garage. <laughs> garage. <laughs> All right, garage. So, so knock, knock is going to go hunt Zaraj. Who else is hunting? Zaraj? I'm going to hunt Zaraj. You're going to hunt Zaraj. Yes. What is Perrin doing? I'm going to go with Celise and Melody because Celise is my very favorite friend. Excellent. No, she's not. <laughs> and what I'm gonna is, go get Mirage. And you're you're in Mirage <laughs> as well. All right. So you all so you're all kind of like starting to head off. And you kind of just take one glance back towards the tower. You're still getting used to your eyes because mm-hmm. it's so weird. You see like you normally would, right? But you mm-hmm. also see clearly into shadows. Like blacks aren't as dark as they are. You know, like on a television where you really, really just were just just kill the contrast and all becomes super flat and all kind of mm-hmm. like the same color all the way through. That's what this looks like. You can just see everything like mm-hmm. a cat would see at night. Yep. So you just kind of glance over this area and I would like you to roll perception. Okay. 14. Okay. So as you're looking back to the tower in the middle of the road, right in this plaza area you were standing in, there's this glimmer this odd glimmer in the shape of, of a person that's like kind of visible. Like if there's like a, like a weird shifting of the air in this area in the shape of a person. Okay. Guys, I think I see someone over there. Well, you probably can't see them, but I can see them. You all look and none of you can see. Let's go. There's nothing run there. at them. I, I promise I'm not crazy guys. No, no, I believe you. And I'm going to run towards point point to where it is. Uh, 1 15 PM b- bearing North. 
I don't know what that means. Roll intelligence. Mountain or central time. (laughs) What is this? What? We both don't know what that is. Uh, uh, I'm going to roll to see if I know what that is. Is it intelligence? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. It's a Ooh, time. Nope. Yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. So you shout a location. Yeah. I'm sorry, a number. Oh, and bearing, as yes. you finish shouting it, you go to point. These two have already taken off yep. in wrong, <laughs> or like both in exactly the wrong direction as you start to point forward. So they all just, you get to sprint off Dark. in the wrong yeah. direction. And then as you're doing that, clearly the gig's up. And you see like, if you poured visibility water over an invisible person and they just slowly became visible before you, and it is Fora, the same black staff wizard who met you at the bridge and invaded your oh mind. Oh, God. What are you doing here? Are you here to harass me again? I am not. My aura has treated all of you, especially you, my friend, rather unfairly. I did not mm. like how you were treated here. I did not like how you were treated at the bridge. And I think that we have been pushed around a bit too much by Waterdeep as of late. I like to work independently. I am here to offer my personal apologies and my assistance. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. I'm listening. Knock, knock comes running back with a squirrel. Got it. Yeah, I I run back with a garbage bag or something. No, talk. Talk. We know you're in on it. I thought you'd be invisible, huh? (laughs) Invisible means looking like a squirrel, right? Thanks, guys. Yeah, and I just dropped the garbage bag at Shaka's feet. Thank thank you, Scout. (laughs) A second later, Ashborn comes back with a whole dog. Got him. I have something for you all. I believe you'll need them. And she pulls out a series of wooden rods, like this Mm -hmm. dark blue wood that's been really heavily polished down and etched in silver all the way along it, like old elven cursive, right? And then there's a wad of seaweed at the end that's encased in this real thick resin. has a very pungent smell. And she explains to you that when lit, these torches will burn and they will just burn. Like they won't stop, but they will burn for eight hours and they will even burn underwater. Okay. Do they light with normal, normal fire? Absolutely. Um, okay. But you can also, and she tells you the, uh, the word for a light in Elven, and mm-hmm. it starts to spark, and then she waves her fingers and it extinguishes, like just before it all lights up. But you just simply, you know, touch the torch, say a light in Elven, oh. and it will light without flint or anything. Mm. Touch ID. Sweet. That's okay. nice. Yeah. Okay. You think you can still say that word underwater? Oh, yeah. Oh. And light it underwater? <laughs> <laughs> it is not so much that the word is said for the torch has no ears. Oh. It is simply the unlocking of the thing. Okay. Cool. That, that was a yes, right? So are you saying that there might be some underwater some underwater portions we might deal with on our journey. I am saying that I have asked those with the ability to look into your futures and they have seen a lot of water. Water deep. Water (laughs) deep indeed. Sweet. Oh, that's a pretty good one. I must go before I am missed. If you all have need of me, and she kind of turns toward Solis because people kind of like to assume you're the leader. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like, Like if there was a bunch of kids, but there was that one kid that clearly studies 
And like the adult <laughs> would always turn to them amongst the group, like you're going to keep them in, a, you know, in order, right? So she turns to you and she has this, she opens up her hands and there's a little stone bird in her hands. Take this. If you have a message, whisper to the bird, touch its beak, and it shall find me wherever I am. All right. Thank you. Of course. Good luck. Stay safe. And she just, you know, very dramatically steps backward and misty steps away. Uh, I like perception from all of you. 16. One. Okay. Not a... You're not paying attention. Not a, not a, not a, <laughs> uh, 19. Okay, 24. Okay, so everyone oh, that Jesus. got above 18, right? Like, she misty stepped just behind the edge of the tower. So you, like, like she vanishes, but then you see her kind of reappear a little off. It's, and then she like kind of ducks behind the tower, right? Didn't quite pull it off as well as she like wanted. throwing a smoke bomb, but right? Then, like, yeah, but, just, but you're still there. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, so uh, the mayor's like, "Well, uh, it is rather late. Um, I have this meeting tomorrow at well, she wouldn't say at noon because no one can be somewhere at noon in the past. I don't know. They have they have clocks. Yeah, they have yeah magic. Sure, sure, sure. F it. I'm gonna be there at they, noon. Yeah, they still go by the time. Yes, so when, the, yes, when the sun is the highest in the sky, yeah. I'm gonna set a reminder. Right. <laughs> right? Well, on, all, on your wrist. <laughs> it's it's a it's a bracelet of re, of reminding. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yes, it uh, it, it um, shakes. Every time, and I can just set the numbers. It's very nice. Oh yeah. man, there's a fly in it too. I spotted it. <laughs> Spot a fly. <laughs> wow. wow. These are the jokes I like. Nice. Guys. <laughs> yeah. John shaking his head. Well, anyways, it's been great. I'm glad that we did the show for five episodes. <laughs> it was a good run. I'm yeah. surprised I lasted this long. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing now? It's late. She wants to get to bed and get ready for this meeting. Um, she's already ordered room service. It'll be ready when you get back. And obviously, There'll be people there to take care of your things that have been ruined and covered in flour. How is a water deep nightlife? Oh, it's pretty busy. So as you guys are like walking back to the hotel, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, like, you know, three card Monte people, you know, people playing shell games. It's, there seems to be a tradition of younger riffraff, right? Setting up small tables and running games and the adults will, will come down and humor them for the most part. And you... Because you are trained for this kind of thing. And Perrin. you're used to picking people out, Perrin. Perrin spots someone you know. There's that young boy who helped you in the sewers. Well, who was going to, for some reason, guide you through the sewers <laughs> earlier. And he's clearly doing like a little ball and cup game over there. Uh, look what you got. Look what you got, everyone. Everyone, everyone bets in, bets in, bets in. I oh, would like too to... slow, old man. Yeah, thank you. Collecting silver. I think it's uh, my bet. What do you think? And like the adults around him kind of leave and he looks up at all of you and he's like, oh, damn it. What do you guys want? Well, uh, first. First? Yes. First, oh. let's start with your name. Okay, you know what? This, so far, you've interrogated me for helping you and now you're just interrogating me for doing my job. But if you have to know, it's Kel. My name is Kel. Well, uh, first off, uh, thank you very much <laughs> for all of the help that you gave us before. Sure. But you, you could have just pointed to the big castle that we were going to, the tower that we... You didn't ask me to get to the castle. You asked me if there was an underground passage to the castle, and I just assumed you guys were doing some breaking and entering because look at you. You also were asking street trash 
I heard you all. I heard you. Street trash. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound great when it's said aloud, does it? You all asked me how to break in. I was helping. This all seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Uh, I like barely, barely remember this we kid. We just talked. It was like a day. Mm. It was earlier today. I don't know. Look at us. It was us, like though. six hours. Look at us. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot. Today. We've seen some things. We don't want to cause you issues, man. Like, I feel like you're really, like, at a 10, and I need you at, like, a 7 right now. Yeah. Look, I'm just trying to make some honest money. Yeah, I get it. Honest? Kind of honest. Kind of honest money. No, kind of? Yeah. No, not really. They know what they're in for. They know what they're getting. Are you giving people a fair chance through your game? Oh, sure. Yeah. I want to roll insight to see. <laughs> oh, deception? No, yeah, to see if sure. she is trying to run a fair game. Yeah, you're at 12. Uh, 17. No, yo, you know what? Knock, knock. He's a young boy and he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is totally lying. This isn't on the up and up. I want to look at his game to see how it's set up to see if there's like, uh, uh, like a, uh, a trick or something like that. A lot of times those balls are like on strings on the totally. top so you can like yep. pull it You'd up have to bet like to down. see him do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to bet this kid. I don't think not next to gambling I will, time. I will play the game with the kid mm. because Perrin, he understands. Like, you know, they're, so, well, they're kind of one of the same. What silver to play? What silver to play? So can he play and then we all roll perception to see if we can see? Only him. one person's allowed to. Guess. Only one person. Yeah. Okay. If anyone else guesses, it voids his bet. Oh, oh okay. okay. So yeah. Lisa's just standing there shaking her head at all. All right. You just... So you're going to roll perception or whatever versus my uh, uh, like sleight of hand. hand. Yeah. Beat a 25. So he is so good and so smooth, but you know this game. He just thinks it's good because he's like nine, but you've seen this game played your entire life. So you know damn well the ball's not under any of those cups. And as soon as he's done with his little, you know, game that he's playing, you just turn his right hand over. You just grab and turn it over and the ball's right there. Very well done. I honestly, I think that that was very, very good. Uh, Count you, you try, you try hard, you keep going. Yeah. Take it. He pushes your nickel back to you, and he well, not your nickel, but your silver piece, and he slaps a silver piece on it. He's an honest businessman, you know. Aaron, <laughs> that was so awesome. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. You just grabbed his hand with. With like your little halfling finger? Well, we're, we're about the same size. <laughs> I am small for my age. Yeah, it's okay. And I'm actually tall for a halfling. <laughs> I haven't eaten much my whole three, life. Four, and how, therefore, I haven't grown as much as I should. How old are you? Nine. Still all of it. Are you hungry? <laughs> Just like I said, whole life didn't imply that it was a long time. <laughs> yes, I'm hungry. I'm hungry all the time. Yeah, I, I give him some of my leftovers that I've saved. Oh. Where were you holding those? In my backpack with chips. So it kind of has like a yeah. fur on it. And a little chips bit. like pops out and like is very displeased. This is quite a betrayal to <laughs> hand out the leftovers. And he just glares and looks at the kid and mm, <laughs> he slowly just. Mm, you know, and then he pops out actually okay. and he goes yeah. hunting rats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Kel, I'll say right now that PU stands for parent understudy and i flip back the silver that he that he gave to me that he lost mm -hmm. and i give it back to him <laughs> wow. hit his forehead yeah lost an eye you keep studying and one day you will be a great bard and entertainer just like parent underbear 
oh yeah, you think you're so great, huh? Then why don't you try out? And he points to this poster behind him. And it's this like really grand lithographed poster. Like it's literally as tall as you are. And it says, you know, welcome to the great yearly ball extravaganza (laughs) where they basically have like a variety, like all the high up lords have this variety hour where anyone in the town can try out in a public tryout at noon, all the so all the all the you know plebes show up to watch this public tryout. It's kind of like their uh, American Idol, I suppose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And whoever doesn't get like a bunch of vegetables thrown at them gets passed on to then show up at this party mm-hmm. and then perform for all these rich assholes. And then they pick who wins, and they get uh, what's called the grand tour. Okay, so if you <sighs> if if you win, you are then guaranteed a night of performance and all of these like you know, really nice inns and stages all around the okay. city for the rest of the year. So it kind of sets, it kind of sets you up. Plus you won like a, like, you know, 500 gold. All right. All right. It's like, try out for that. You win that. Then maybe you're something. Uh, Perrin Underbow came for this. I literally have come from miles away to show what a deep and the whole sword coast that I am the bard extraordinaire. So that sounds great. Okay, you guys done? Can I get back to work? This kid's a little jerk. Are I, you... Now I'm remembering him. I remember this little jerk. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to, uh, since we call him cheating, I want to roll uh, charisma to see if I can convince him to play fair with the mm. rest of the people that are coming up. Okay. Can I, mean, I do that? Yeah, I mean, like, like he listens to you. You absolutely can. But, like, if you're trying to, like, convince him yeah. that he should play fairer, because it would be, it's like, everyone cheats, dude. Like, look. And he just, <laughs> and he, like, goes, like, game by game by game. Like, and he's like, this, they're, they're doing this, they're doing this. They're doing, this isn't, like, this is an expectation. It's part of the whole culture. Like, if I don't cheat, I'm at a disadvantage. It's the only way you win money. You can't go okay. even, even. You know, I think you're really expecting a lot of me here. I'm really I'm, just trying to feed myself. I do have high expectations. I'm just trying to make you a better person. That's all. I'm nine on the street. You should actually expect more of the city to take care of me. And there should be better, like a larger social safety. I really think you're putting the blame on the wrong person. I'm kind of a victim of this whole thing. If I'm going to be honest, before I found my mentor, Chips and I, we would do cards. Well, I would do cards and Chips would rob people. Oh, chips could rob people. Well, I mean, like he knows what gold looks like. He can put it in his I mouth. I like the gold. He just chips. walk around with chips. <laughs> chips pops out. He's got three gold and a little bandit mask. Yeah. <laughs> oh my go. god! Okay, he looks like a raccoon. Okay. <laughs> Dresses up like a raccoon. In fact, that's what he does. He just he's like, no, no, yeah. officer, it was he a raccoon. Like, was yeah, he has raccoon. like a he has like a belly like a raccoon, but yeah. that's where he yeah. puts all the gold yeah. in. <laughs> he like puts on his belly thing and yep. like puts it in there. Blames whatever nearby raccoon. <laughs> okay, okay, I I get it, but I'm just saying I came from a hard background to just know that you can be better than than you think you can be. Okay, look, you want to line me something up? You want to pass on some leads here? I'm willing to work legit. It's got to be well paid. You should I'm talk a- to the one of the mages. Fio, Fio, what's her name? Fiora. Fora. She Fiora. might. Fora, Fiora. She might have stuff for you. Okay, I mean, if I ever see her, I guess. Yeah, if she's real sparkly, um, <laughs> and she works at the the gate, the main what? gate going in, and I bet she needs errands run for her all the time. She really? seems like so busy. 
Why do you think she works at the main gate? Because she was there. She was there, right? <laughs> Understood. Yes. Is that how you think everyone like 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 everyone you meet? The nearest occupation is what they <laughs> do. What That's they what do. they do. Absolutely. If you met me like kind of near a hot dog cart, you'd be like, oh, Rob, oh, the hot Rob. dog guy. Twenty four seven. That's hot what dogs. you do. <laughs> Yes. Right, wow. All right, I'll look her up. Again, like, anything else? Celise give like, fishes in her pocket for a couple of silver because it's the right thing to do. It's like, go get some food. Thank you. You're welcome. He kind of, like, nods, packs up his little thing. His, like, the whole, the whole table kind of folds in. The legs folded. He drops the chips in and slides the gold into, like, a little fake pocket on his front. Well, the silver, sorry. All right, listen. You guys make a lot of noise. All right? You really want some advice from me? Yeah. You guys got to be more quiet. You come in like you're ringing gongs. Everyone knows what you're up to. Everyone knows your business. And that's how you get hurt. All right? Head on a swivel. Let's talk. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) He just throws up the deuces. (laughs) Did he just throw up deuces? (laughs) I hate that kid. I hate him. What was his name? I wanted to call him Keenan the entire time. <laughs> That's Cal. Yeah, Keenan. Knock, knock. He's a hungry little street kid. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's a little a... punk. That's what he is. Knock, knock. All kids are punks at one point, probably. All punks are kids. Yeah, whoa. What? It's blow my mind just now. There's a, there's a couple other kids around, and, and like some of them see you and point. And it's like... Oh, that's a kid Kel was talking about. That's Pock Pock. What? <laughs> what is Pock? Hey, Pock Pock. Hey, what's hey. you know my name? We heard that you're an elf. Yeah, it's true. That's so cool. I told you he was an elf, and they go running off. Thanks, Pock Pock. Mm, later. Kind of sweet though. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on it. <laughs> so it seems as if uh, we've we've got a little bit of a conundrum, or at least I have a conundrum, because. I need to enter, obviously, this great contest that happens at noon. But M- Melody, or Melanie, was... I've got a meeting at noon. At noon. That's the same time. Also, you all have to figure out who this Zaraj, the hunter, is the, the one who attacked you, the yeah. half-orc. Yeah. I got a little info on him, but not much to go on. And if we can't find yeah. Zaraj, I'm worried he'll attack again. Yeah, I care more about the hunter because he literally damaged you guys pretty badly. And you guys, as you told me, he was just shoot. He wasn't talking. He was just yeah. shooting three arrows at a time. The kid baited me, and then I went to go chase him, and it was a definite setup. We are having a lot of trouble yeah. with children. Parents, Don't trust kids. <laughs> you have to enter the contest. It's like it's like your dream. Also, and- if there's a lot of lords there, you could learn a lot. You could pick up a lot of information. Yes, it's my dream. Very to short period of time. But the information. But I did see on the sign there that I believe you need a man, a manager, to go in. Yeah, and it's so, like a big huge poster. And it's like so one person, one manager. It's it's only six, yeah. like you can't be a band in this. It's oh, one person man. doing one thing. So 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 if he enters, we would need someone to be his manager. I uh, if you um if you wanted, I could watch you and manage you and <laughs> follow you around, and you can teach me something if you wanted. Only that sounds. Purely understandable. 
Okay. Okay. There okay. We he really is going to run out of these. I'm oh, just yeah. He's got to, he's <laughs> not, oh, no. He's not. I, I, I saw. He is not. <laughs> he is ready. Who wants to go track down Siraj then? Who wants to help protect me when I meet with my contacts? Oh, I'll man. protect you, Melanie. Thank you. I'm tracking down Siraj. Yeah, we're tracking down the garage. All right. So it's just us then? Yes. All right. So it's late. Uh, do you guys want to go back and get a good night's sleep? Yes. A massage bath. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> baths being run. It's there, you know, there's like a whole tray of like different perfumes and, you know, things you could add in for like sore muscles and things like that. Mm-hmm. There, uh, There's people there to to collect your armor and your clothing and it'll be cleaned and delivered to you the next morning. Uh, there's food everywhere. Mm. Like, you know, just kind of like trays of food. Like there's a fruit tray here. There's a meat tray here. There's a cheese tray here. Mm. And then there's wines and champagnes and ales all around. Nothing for unseen servants. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do. Unless he's just going to walk up and hand you things like an apple is going to float through the air. You know, that's um. it. As, like, we're um, changing out for the night, um, Ash, because, like, her, she's covered in, like, that flower and just all, you know, she um, takes off her coat and she goes to someone um, that works there. Yeah. And says, because um, she, this is the coat that her, the last thing her mother made for her before she was killed. So she just is like her prized possession, but it's sure. so dirty. Yeah. And there's, like, yeah. this 12 year old girl. And yeah. she's got these big, bright eyes yeah. and like this just thick tangle of, of mm-hmm. black hair. And she looks up at you and she kind of like, like kicks her foot a little bit, but she looks and she's like, oh, this is so pretty. I'll take really good care of it. Okay, please. Um, if, if you have any troubles or if something is unstitched, just let me know and I'll fix it. You don't have to fix anything. Okay. Okay. I'm really good with things like this. Okay. I make my own clothes too. Okay. I'll take really good care of it. Thank you. You're kind of my favorite. Oh, you guys are so cool. And she goes running off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just pass out because yeah. I'm super tired. Yeah. Um, Chips is out too. You yeah. know, I'm, oh, yeah. Chips is I'm, out. I'm mm-hmm. the only one that's really not dirty because my robes are still nice. Yeah. That's right. So I just head off. Ever like, white room. And like, <laughs> I'm just like, see you tomorrow. And I just conk out. Every time I think of your character walking into a room, is in my head, I'm like, so fresh and so clean. Like, yeah. <laughs> every single time. That's right. That has to be our intro music. That's right. <laughs> All right, excellent. Anyone else want to do anything before you go to sleep? Salise uh, uh, sends a message to the temple about that boy. Totally. What do you want to write? Um, to the temple elders, um, there's a house in the woods and a boy that needs help. His father suffered greatly, and so is the son. They need the, they need the touch of tear upon them. Please check on them. And I will stop on my way back. Excellent. And then you have like a, you know, you fold it up, and it's also very careful, because you guys are all about precision, right? And all of the priests, it's tear, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. All of the priests of tear have these rings. Okay, and you don't wear it all the time because it's big and bulky and it's like audacious. Also, yeah. it gets in the way of your sword hand, not your thing. But you pull out this ring and you place it on. And as soon as you place it on, you, you, you feel it glow hot. And you place the back of your hand upon the folded letter. And it produces wax. It just melts down around the uh, helm, the little shape of tear. It's a, how, describe tear's holy so, symbol. Uh, for Celise, she has the rune of Tear, yeah, which is Tiwaz, which is an arrow pointing this way, and just basically an arrow, but yeah. it, 
It could also be a T. Right. Okay, perfect. So that shape is now made in wax and you pull it off and the ring grows cool again and you take it off. And so I, I find a servant, I hand it off, and... Um, Little red-haired, a fleck, uh, you know, uh, freckled kid. Annie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes up singing, you know, yeah. Um, and Salisa is still bothered by that interaction um, because... Out yeah. Of, out of character, Sleece did fight out about the cats. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Right. Did you tell anyone about the cats? You guys, Knock Knock and Ashburn? Did you tell yeah, anyone about the I cats? I think we, yeah, yeah we yeah, were okay. probably oh, one you of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So thinking about the cats yeah. per day. Yeah. She's just like, I need prayer, but after some of this wine. Yeah, and what could you possibly expect it to do? Like, right. why were you shown this? Why was it an option? And also, it all happened so, like, that, that apparently fake Flare went off, and the second that guy was out of sight, the book yelled, and then it drew you here, and as soon as you were wrapped up, he came running back. Like, it all seemed planned out, right? And the only people that have been effing with you have been the Cambion so far. So it's got to be something with their... Like, like, they didn't just give you a gift. They gave you something so that they're entertained, you know? And, and Salise is thinking about um, all the people I've come across, and she's wondering if this half-orc might be in the book. Mm. Mm. That's a good question. So uh, just roll me an investigation to see how long it takes you. Uh, 18. Okay. It takes you like half an hour to like, you know, flip through the book and check everything. There's uh, maybe nine half orcs in there and none of them are not, are knock knock. Sorry. <laughs> none of them. Thank goodness. None of them are knock knock. <laughs> but also none of them are Siraj the Hunter. <laughs> it just knock knock in there nine times in like different poses. Like, knock knock, do you want yeah. what's your past? There's like Italian knock knock, <laughs> like in a like holding a pizza, like taco knock. He's killed so many elves. He wears their ears on his ears, and no one says anything. It's master disguise. So that yeah, that takes you about half an hour, and huh. uh, yeah, he's not he's not in there. Interesting. Yeah. So he's not at least as evil as we think. At least not as evil as these 1,000 people. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. But Masleese makes a note of it to talk to talk to uh, Doc Knock before they split up the next day. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Otherwise, you all sleep really soundly. These are the most luxurious beds most of you have ever been in. Uh, the rooms are somehow kept cool. Like, you... It, they're all different temperatures. You realize when you walk into each, each other's rooms, like, how do you like to keep it at night? Knock, knock. Think cold. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. The windows are probably open. He's kind of leaning against uh, a wall yeah. in like a shadow somewhere. Just he begrudgingly falls asleep. He sure. does not like falling asleep. Um, it's got to be one of the most frustrating himself. things. Because yeah. It really does separate you from your elven brother. A lot of the other things are similar. Like, you can meet on different grounds, but, yeah. but you're the only one passed out. There's mm -hmm. certain physical limitations that Knock Knock has. Everyone in your class, by the way, like, they didn't bring it up because they like you. Like, at first, you got a lot of crap. But yeah. once they really learned who you were, they, res they, all res they all respected you, and then that quickly turned in into them all rooting for you. Like, they were on by the end of that academy they could not have been more on your on your side you be you became the heart of that whole class so but they still had a little bit of fun with you and to, you know once they realized that you were really trying not to sleep they would all just kind of quietly nudge and take bets like yeah he's gonna go down in 10 
in I think they would in my head I think uh by hearing you say that I instantly thought like if you didn't sleep you would probably be amazed about hearing what dreams are totally. from someone like if someone explained totally. to you like what dreams are they like every day they'd be wanting to hear what happened in a dream, like this imaginary setting that like, mm-hmm. you know, and there's always one kid in the class that's taken apart, like knock, knock subconscious. Did you ever think that maybe uh, it has <laughs> oh something to do God. with your parents? You know? They're just gathered waiting to hear it. Like yeah. Once they get the idea that there are these stories to tell every time you come out of whatever the hell this is, they want to hear every, every morning. Yeah. yeah cool. Like knock, knocks a story hour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so you all sleep well. It is the next morning. There's breakfast. Uh, there's tea, high tea. No, high tea is afternoon yeah, tea, yeah. right? And so this is low tea, and low tea is the classier one. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, know yeah that. actually, low tea is the one. Everyone, everyone thinks it's high tea, but they're rubes. You want low tea. <laughs> so, low, so they got this really fancy layout. Like, there's at least 30 teas, and there's little cakes, and there's also, like, little sandwiches, you know, a lot of cucumber shit. Right, it's it's nice. Yeah. So, but, but but do we already have food in our suite? Right. It, it's like brought up. Like you know, okay. they bring you up like one of these wrought iron tree things and like okay. give you a sampler. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I kind of want to skip this classy thing and start finding info on. Uh, yes. Garage. We should all <laughs> get ready. Garage. Yeah. Um. So Ash is getting ready, and she's thinking about her day that she's going to have with Perrin, and she remembers when um, Perrin when they first met told her that she could be a bard in training. And that was the first time that anyone has ever looked at Ash in a way that was different than this brash, criminally person. It was someone saw something else in her. So uh, when she comes to uh, the main area, she's like very dapper. Like um, she's found like overalls in like one of the closets. And she just looks very, very dapper. and. it, it's very different than the normal Ash that you see. Yeah. Yeah. Ashburn, you are looking quite handsome today. Thank you so much. I can't words right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's very nervous. <laughs> uh, right now, uh, PU stands for personification of unbelievable wonder. And she's like glowing with like pride and then shoving sandwiches in her mouth. <laughs> Melanie's been writing the whole the whole time, just taking notes, and she kind of looks up and she's like, that didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so as as like Shaka is, is getting ready, even though he didn't see the um uh I know his name is in Garage, but I feel like just call it Garage. <laughs> it's Garage. G-I-R-A-J. Garage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like, even though I didn't see Garage, just the way that I saw the rest of my team react to being hurt has me nervous. Yeah. Um, because it kind of brings me back to when I was younger. Um, and, you know, I was a tiefling that grew up near a very human, like, you know, well, like a full human community and there was a tension of like humans that would really hunt tieflings for sport mm-hmm. right so i had a couple times where like i was younger and i literally had to evade you know like these these like hunters so so their story kind of reminds me of that on rooftops chasing yeah, you down. yeah yeah ex- ex- 
Exactly. So like, even though I didn't see him, I'm like a little nervous, but that's why, you know, I really want to, you know, really want to get the information on this guy. Totally. All right. So what are your guys' plans then? Now, your guys is obvious. You're going to go try out, right? Mm -hmm. Your guys is obvious because you and Melanie, she's basically going to go meet in this cafe and you're going to pick apart, you know, a location to watch out nearby, I assume. Right. Or be a bodyguard. Or be a bodyguard. Right. It was was like, if you're at the, if you're at the table, you'll be nervous. So you have to like be nearby. Like we'll have to play this one coy. All right. Excellent. Um, before we go, I, I need to talk to Knock Knock. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And you guys are dis- are discussing, like, you've, you've, like, cleared a table, and you've made little kind of figurines. Like, okay, oh. well, if he's here, then we can be over here. You know, like, yes. That's a the, horrible impression like, yes, of him. <laughs> 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 I, have, I have another map out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Knock Knock. Hey, uh, who's there? Salise. Uh, Salise, I know. <laughs> Sorry. It's really early in the morning. I had this dream. No one wants to hear about my dreams, apparently. This is oh, so, no. such a weird atmosphere. I don't know. Well, we're, we're used to dreams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But you can tell me your dream. No, it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I walked a dog, then I woke up. <laughs> so anyway, I, you know, you talked about that, that half work, right? Yeah. I checked the book, you know, that, that. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Was he in it? No, there, there are nine half orcs. None of them are him, though. Oh. But I don't know if that means he's actually not that evil. Well, I mean, he tried to kill me. I know. But as far as the book is concerned. Oh, the book doesn't consider him evil. Not that evil. Oh. He probably is. I mean, he did try to shoot you with arrows. Yeah. Now, you're kind of taking the wind out of my sails. I was all gung-ho on going after this guy. No, you now can he's still go after him. Well, I don't know. It seems like I might be in the book now. No, you're not in the book. Well, if two people that aren't in the book and one of them kills the other person, that person should be in the book, right? <laughs> probably. I mean, we got one person You're out. winding me up, Silas. What are you doing? I'm trying to tell you about this work. Yeah, and I was I was about ready to do some justice, and now you're just like, eh, maybe he's not so bad. No, he's probably, I mean, he is bad. He shot arrows at you. I'm yeah. just telling you, he's not in the book. He's not in the book. Now we mm. Melanie leans back. He'll be back. Hang on. From what I hear, he always hunts down his targets. Like, even if they escape him once, he comes back. So it may still behoove us to find out who this person is and why they have been set upon us. We'll find out, and and if there's justice to be meted out, I trust you to do that. Not knock. yeah, yeah. If, if, if he's if if a Zarash is really good, then he'll listen to reason. If not, mm. oh, that's true too. Then we'll then he'll listen to the reason. I mean, of, you, you've uh, got your nifty new arrow, exactly. Yeah, but it's not like tell the truth arrow. But you could fling it at him, arrow, and pin him to the wall. And yeah. then get him to tell the truth. That'd be yeah, super like, tough if it was to tell the truth there. It's like, well, listen, I don't believe you. <laughs> oh! <laughs> this really hurts. He's telling the truth, guys. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get hurt. Tell the truth. Truth arrows. I like it. I like it. I think we should go back to where we, we saw him, though. The scene of the crime. So the alley. Mm. Um... Okay. And check out the rooftops because he was okay. up there and he knows all the roo- How is he getting through there, man? So, like, do you think that, like, he might have left some clues up there or, like, should we just go oh, that's a good idea and, like, kind of 
stake out a position and wait for him to come back. Yeah, I didn't even think about clues. I was just thinking maybe he'd be passing by on a roof, and then we saw him, and then, like, we're like, hey, what's up? And then he's just, <laughs> just really nice or something. But I like clues. Okay. Okay, yeah, let's let's go search for some clues. All right. So uh, before the, you guys are getting ready to leave? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before they leave, I want to cast Bardic Inspiration on uh, on Knock Knock and also on Shock. And what does that give them? So Bardic Inspiration gives you an extra D6 that you can uh, use on any creature within 60 feet. Excellent. So whichever uh, you guys have a roll, you have this extra little die six. And if you think it's going to be an important roll, you can throw that onto it. And how yes. long does that last? It lasts for 10 minutes. Okay, so for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, so, get into mm-hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> so, so is, is that for the hit or for the That's damage? for whatever. So whenever, Any you, roll. whenever okay. you have to roll a 20-sided die, right? Okay. So gotcha. you can add a die six to it whenever you want. Gotcha. How, do you, wow. how does it cast? I, I don't know why I was picturing like a spray tan. Like you, you would have to be like this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Right. Actually, I just, uh, what happens is I, I just say... A fast rhyme for you, mm. and that inspires you. Um, and a butt yeah. swat. Oh, yeah. you know, exactly. fast rhyme and a butt right, swat. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I just sit back. So it's and basically say, like an off the head freestyle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Well. Uh, uh, right. It's just uh, knock knock. Who's there? Inspiration. N- inspiration. Who? Inspiration for you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> And he hit that, 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 that you kind of went up into this perfect note just rung in your ears. Yeah. And Shaka, repeat after me. Yes. I know I can. I know I can. Be what I want to be. Be what I want to be. If I work hard of it. If I work hard for it. I can be what I want to be. I can be what I want to be. <laughs> oh, that's right. And, and, and like I just hear this beat in the background. <laughs> All right. Very classical beat. Yeah, very classic beat. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Yeah. Do you? Do you? I, I. I assume you've 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 prayed already. Oh yeah. Yeah. Excellent. You you would pray in your room, kind of by yourself, and then kind of, yeah. You're not one of those. You know. You you follow the book. Don't go out into the don't go out into the streets and be a big show off. It's just between you and Tear. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So I am worried that. Um. I am worried that you're going alone and trying to be incognito because you're going to be in like your full armor. I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I do have other clothes. Oh, okay. okay. So well, that's a good question. Are you leaving your armor behind? Um, Ask the DM <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> yeah, my player senses are tingling. Yeah. Um, I'm going to still be in my armor. Mm-hmm. However, I will be inconspicuous. I will not be right next to Melanie. I will observe. Excellent. Sweet. All right. Let's do it. All right. So let's start. With you two, split okay. the party. So, I know every time, really. We should like, have, yeah, we should have a song for it. We really, yeah, there really should be a split, split the party song. The party, split, split the party, split the party, split, split the party. I've got, I've got that mini keyboard I've never ever used. So I'm gonna break it out. Yeah. All right, so you all go into the main market square, which has been cleared out yes. in the center of it. And there's been a big stage erected and there's people gathered everywhere. And off to the side, there's like a couple little side tables with some people trying to sign everyone up. There's like, you know, A through C, go here, right? That kind of thing. And there's this uh, at the uh, U through Z line, 
<laughs> there, there is an older female, a dwarf, who is wearing like a thick pair of spectacles and has a giant book in front of her and then a couple pads of paper and not pads, we're not pads of paper, yeah. a couple yeah, I scrolls, I suppose. Yeah, scrolls, parchment. Yeah. yeah. Hello, my good lady. Hello. Is, is this where we sign up to uh, win the contest? <laughs> mm, that's, I haven't heard that before. Yeah, what's your name? Uh, the name is mm-hmm. Perinandabu. You don't know who this is? Oh, hello. Oh, oh. You don't know who this is, guy? You must be the show, right? What? Is it Freak Show? Are we doing oh, down no. for a Freak no, Show? No, 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 no. I'm just a manager. I'm managing talent. Oh. Oh, he's yeah. the act. Yeah. Well, if that's the setup. All right, tell me what you do. I am. Tell me what you need. Mm. I am Perinandabu, master of. All sorts of entertainment venues. Okay, which one are you going to do? Uh, let's, you know what? I will charm the people with some wonderful music. Hmm, a, a musician. Do you need any instruments or anything set up ahead of time? No, I'm, I'm carrying my drum with me right now. Do you guys okay. have pyrotechnics? <laughs> we have what? Like, you know, like, um, Fireworks. where you get, yeah, 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 like fire oil and like glitter. Hmm, <laughs> well, I can do, and she's like, there's a silver powder, I suppose we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he gets to his crescendo, silver powder it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do. And she makes a couple notes. And I look at him like, am I doing it? Am I doing it right? Is this right? <laughs> no <know>, green M&M's. <laughs> this, uh, this pairing may work unbelievably well. <laughs> all right. And she like pulls out a bit. Like There's all these like big a cloth kind of you know, necklace things, but they're oversized and they have a giant number on them. So when you go up on stage, you just throw your number up and that's how they remember everyone because they, they just are like quick, quick, quick. And the number is like almost as big. Oh, literally almost yeah, as big as like, you are. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Down on my knees. yeah, it's like a flavor, a flavor, a clock <laughs> because you're a halfling. It's like just head and legs and big old number. Yeah. I'm naked under it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are tons of people here. Everyone's doing it. Have you ever seen Sing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's like that, right. right? It's like everyone's everyone's got their own little thing. Everyone's got their own little act. There's some jugglers. There, there is one of the finest puppets you've. I mean, just just this whole collection of puppets that this guy has, and he can talk with them at the same time, and he can run another one off strings. And you guys are just amazed at how good this puppet wow. this this puppet show is. That is uh, that is very, very impressive. I haven't seen anything like that in many, many years. It's incredible. No. Puppets are really good learning tools. That is that is what Knock Knock said. You yeah. must be spending a lot of time with Knock Knock. He has he's, good dreams. Yes, he does have good dreams. But uh, we should uh, inquire about this puppeteer. Yeah. Puppeteer. Why, well, hello. Uh, you're, uh, I'm watching your act. It is very, very good. Perrin Underbill. Oh, um, Nicholas Fernsberry. Fernsberry. Nicholas Fernsberry. Nicholas Fernsberry. At your service. Good name. Yes. Thank you. Uh, meet my manager, Ashburn. Yes. Ashburn. Nicholas Fernsberry. Good night. I'll have to say that several times so I remember. <laughs> so I remember. It's a pleasure to meet you. You can call me Ash. Nicholas. Well, Nicholas, uh, how did you become so proficient with the puppets? Well, to be honest, never had a lot of friends growing up. So I'd make them, talk with them, create little skits, do little fun, you know, things that I wished I was doing when I was younger myself. And unfortunately could not. 
So what I've been doing instead is I've been working on this. Well, uh, you're... The skill with which you do everything is quite amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah, there's, these are so well made and well sewn. Yes, well, I've made most of them. My lovely wife sews the other ones, the good ones. The ones with the excellent hair that don't look, you know, fake. You're married? Well, we are hoping to be married. Aww. Perhaps with this win, I'll secure the dowry and we'll finally have that wedding. Have you heard of something called bragging rights versus actual winning? No. Let me pitch you an idea as a manager right now. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you need money, right? Yes. We need bragging rights. Hmm. So, have you heard of a thing called a whisper campaign? Okay. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk up Perrin. Hmm. Right, right, right. So Perrin wins. Oh. And then we can give you money because you just oh. need money. We need bragging rights, right? This is true. I mean, I did like my odds, but you may, you know what? Roll persuasion. <laughs> a very strange plan. <laughs> okay. You know what? Thinks for a moment. And he's, and he's like, well, you know, if anyone was going to run a whisper campaign, it'd be a ventriloquist. Come on board for this. I help you win. I get the money. You get the fame. Fair enough? Make you a star, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much, Aspen. I, I very much do like this plan. All right. Let's hold right there for a moment. And we're going to go to Celise and Melanie. So Melanie has set up a meeting with Narel. Just going to guess. Zib Rin. Das. X-I-B-R-I-N-D-A-S. Zabrindus. You didn't write that, did you? No, got it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Zabrindus. Narel Zabrindus. Some of these characters I have to include. (laughs) And they're very well-written characters. I just can never... Like, this is like... like, They're kind of like French, I guess, the drow. Zabrindus? Probably. Zabrindus. That was fancy as hell. That was fancy as hell. (laughs) So, Narel Zabrindus. I guess I don't know. Not but, yeah. <laughs> but there is a drow advisor to the Xanathar that she has known for some time. And she explained kind of loosely that there's this group of drow that have invested in their hunting lodges in Nightstone and will just show up once a year and take all the lodges for a whole week and then leave again. Don't want anyone to bother them, just want to be left alone. But the amount of gold that they're investing is like 10 times past what it would cost us to rent those lodges. So something shady is going on, but she's not asking a bunch of questions. She kind of glosses over it. And she says that one of these drow has been apparently working for the Xanathar, and she believes working as like an undercover agent, kind of double crossing, but maybe it's double crossed on both sides because it seems pretty scary. The contact that she got right away is that he wants an out and that he's got something to trade. So Celise um, enters after she does. And, you know, it's very inconspicuous. Yeah. Is wearing her cloak yeah. over her armor. Well, they'll be actually, so imagine like an outdoor cafe by a, by a fountain right beside like a fancy coffee shop, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, she, well, she's around, but she's not displaying her, her shiny metal totally. armor. It's a pretty busy area. So there are guards hanging about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you really can be inconspicuous pretty easily. 
So I will I will be around the guards, you know, just having having an ale, having guard some talk. food, guard talk, <laughs> yeah. soldier talk. How far from her do you wish to be? Um, since I'm human, uh, is 20 feet too far? 20 feet's pretty close. The closer okay. you are, the harder it's going to be to be discreet. Okay. Uh, then let's say 40 feet. 40 feet. Okay, excellent. And she takes a seat. Uh, a waiter comes out to her. Uh, she orders a tea and some lemons. And she's very particular. So she's got all this little thing. She's like, oh, and it has to be this. And make sure it's not from the river. You know how that water is. The cucumber sandwich is just like, <laughs> she really likes being in a city. Like, you know, it, I don't know why she's the mayor of Nightstone. You haven't really asked her, but like, this is not, but this is where she belongs. Not some back. She's a city mouse. She's a, she is totally a city person. Maybe she had a little out with her friend or cousin, whatever, but yeah, she should be here. So she's uh, setting up to order. What are you doing? Um, I'm ordering, you know, soldier food, just, you know, chatting with, yeah. with the guards. And hopefully they're, they're not making a big deal out of the strange paladin in right. their midst. Right. Soldier like, food. So like meat on a sword and beer, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> I've got meat on a dagger yeah. and a flag and a veil. And Fantastic. I'm very happy. Yes. Fantastic. All right, so what are you asking? Like, like is there any, are you looking for anything? Are you trying um, to figure out anything? Just, you know, kind of ask, like, you know, all the, all the stuff going on in Waterdeep. Is this normal? Do you get a lot of people coming to visit the city? I want you to roll a performance to oh. see how, like, soldierly you are with <laughs> them. Soldierly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I do persuasion? Yeah, totally. You can roll that as well. 17. Yeah. So, like... They're on, like you know, these are these seem that there's a couple of uh, of of soldiers you pick out, and they're both got their helmets off, and they're and they're talking. They're both kind of like one's five foot three, one's about five foot six. Uh, one's got like a short crop of brown hair, and the other one's got like you know, kind of longer pulled up into a ponytail. <laughs> Women have to keep their hair shorter because of the helmets, so they all have their own kind of way of doing yeah. it, right? And they're just talking to each other. Yeah, so, you know, just kind of figuring out what's going on, asking how long they've served. Oh, yeah. hey. And, the, and they seem respectful of the, of the paladins. They greet you. Like, well, you know, we have all, you know, they've seemed pretty young. They've been in the service for a couple of years. Uh, if you serve in Waterdeep and you don't have status, you've served 10 years in the military, your immediate family gets the smallest amount of status. You serve 20 years and you're given a small plot of land. So it's a way for common people to kind of buy in. Right. To, you know, not yeah. for them and maybe not even for their kids, but their kids, kids are going to have a leg up, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they're in, in, in for. They're both looking to start a family and, you know, just have like a more normal life. Cool. Are you, uh, so, so 20 years before you get any kind of status? Well, 20 years before you get the house, but you know, you get 10 years in and you got your, you, 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 you have a game to play. You've got some reach. Okay. And the other one's like, well, I'm doing 20. I, I like the security. I'm in it, you know, the whole 20 years. Well, you, well, you have to stay in Waterdeep then. Cause you put in all this time. <laughs> they both got to laugh. Where else would we live? I don't know. I mean, I've. I've... Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, my village is far from here. So just, it surprises me when. When people stay for so long. This is the only place I've been that's anything like this. Where else would I go? And that, it has that's everything. Fair. I mean, I probably would have stayed in my village if life had been different. 
well, that works for you, but for me, I got to make some money. And this is the only job, this job pays five, six times what I can make anywhere else. And they treat you good. It's fair. It's hard work, but it's fair. That's good to hear. Um, tell me about the, the Hall of Justice here. Oh, the Hall. And they, they all both kind of brighten up. It's like, well, I mean, you would know more than we would about it, but yeah, the Hall is spectacular. It's amazing. I've never seen so much white marble. Well, I've not yet had a chance to visit, but mm. that is, I plan to do so a little later today. You should go. They, they put on quite a show, I've heard. And those windows they have, those clear glass, oh, something else. Yes, the, the temple and the hall in my, in my town is not as grand as what I've seen here. But, you know. That's um, why we stay. I don't know. Maybe Waterdeep could be a good place to come back to. Roll perception. Ooh, four. <laughs> four. Okay. So you're busy talking and you're going back and forth for a while. And, you know, you're scanning and looking back and scanning and looking back. And then, like, you must have missed when he sat down, but she's already seated with the guy and they're talking. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I keep up the chatter, but I, I slow down a little bit to say, you know, oh, hey, my meat on a stick is here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I, I'm friendly about it, but, sure. you know. My, my attention is, is a little divided. I'm sure. just kind of like... And they've got their rounds to run anyway, yeah. you know, so they're moving throughout the uh, square. So it's like a nod and a little wave and they yeah. go back to work. They just took a little five minute break. Yeah. If, they, if cigarettes were invented, they'd have been smoked, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you kind of like are just not getting closer, but just, you know, circling around, getting a mm-hmm. better look at everything that's going on and you don't catch it until it's happening. But you notice another elf stand up and start walking and you don't, it's really stand out for you at first, but when they shift from being a high elf to a drow in mid stride, it sure does. And we're going to, and you see them lift their arm, point the finger and a ball of fire form at the tip of it. And we're going to hold right there. And we're going to go to you two. Mm -hmm. So you two are back in that alley and you're standing there and knock knock is like looking all around for this kid. Because he's just convinced the kid's just going to show up at any, um, at, mm-hmm. any time. And you're looking at the alley around you. You notice that, that these buildings are really built in like ledges and places where people could get finger holds. So this is like a prime area for someone who wanted to get up and down real fast. Okay. Um, knock, knock. Can you show me where you climbed up so that we can look on top of the roof? Yeah. So chase the kid over here. And then the arrow was by. So he was probably right there. Yep. Uh, uh, I, I got a shot off and then he was, he had like three, like right away. So then I climbed up like this and I want to climb up real fast. Okay. And as you're looking at it, you reckon, you know, and I uh, just roll a, just roll me a climb with, a dex, a, with or? advantage. Cause you've climbed this all right. Oh, okay. So 18 and yeah. Uh, yeah. Something low. <laughs> you just hop, you know, you're like back of a trash can up onto a window. So hop, hop, hop and boom, he's up, okay. he's up there. And from this position, not only can you clearly see the street where you all would have would have started, mm. they, like there's no better place to do an ambush. Like this was very clearly planned. Yeah, this is. Hey, you look so small from down here. Oh, from up here. Hey, uh, this is probably like the best place that he could have possibly. The, the vantage point from here, you could see everything. Okay. Can you stop screaming from? Oh, I can't hear you though. <laughs> okay, I, I want to climb up there. Sure. Uh, roll climb with advantage because you watched him. Okay. All right. 
So that would be acrobatics, correct? Yeah, totally. Uh, 19. Yeah, easily. So you don't take the exact same path. I mean, he just like muscles himself up it, and you take a little bit more careful path, but you're up there just as easily. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to look at the ground because mm-hmm. I want to see if possibly maybe maybe since he was injured, like a piece of his clothing came off gotcha. or blood or something like that. All right. So you're, so you're looking for clues. What are you doing up there? Um. I'm trying to look at the roof as if it was a separate terrain. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think a lot of people would, like, look at a roof and be like, oh, this is the top of a building. But I want to look at the city now as terrain, like, just from the rooftops. Like, how you would travel and get around things. Gotcha. Like, on it. Okay, so you're checking the paths along the roof. Like, what's the most natural flow someone would move? And you're looking for actual physical yes. clues. So both of you roll three investigations as you're searching okay. along for the next hour. Uh, 12, 9, and 4. Okay. Okay, I had uh, 4, 14, and 2. Okay, so you guys spent an hour looking around, and... You like there's a bunch of paths, and the problem is that you're finding places you could go, yeah. right? But you saw him clear a 20 foot leap, yeah. so he's got either he's the strongest, fastest orc you've ever, you know, half orc you've ever seen or heard of, or he's got some magical help, mm. and so that really kind of like messes you up. Like, well, he he could clear any one of these roof yeah. tops. So after an I'm, hour, you don't feel any. Closer. I'm looking at like a normal person, not a person that like can like clear this distance and do that. Like the options are limited for me. Absolutely. Okay. But for him, you realize they're not. So after an hour, you've learned nothing. Gotcha. You are looking around for clues and it's, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot here. Like maybe those could have been footmarks, but it's all like, like, you know, rough kind of like sand up here and rocks. So mm-hmm. it easily shifts whatever, you know, footprints or, or, you know, movement of the roof would just be easily cleared out by the next person or just from the wind blowing. So it's kind of hard. And then you find, and you are absolutely sure, like, oh, you have found a clue. And you pick up an arrowhead. Mm. Like, oh, this has got to be an arrowhead. And you bring it all the way to Knock Knock and you're super happy. And Knock Knock's like, that's Rudens. You must have fired it. <laughs> and you don't have anything either. You've also wasted a total hour. Oh. Mm. All right. Um, well, so we have a couple of options. Knock, knock. We we can either keep looking, right? We can hope that we return that he returns, and hope that the two of us can take him. Um, you would know m- more than that, since like I didn't really see him. Or we can head back and uh, try to reformulate. If this guy's hunting us, like we're in his territory right now, so he's definitely at an advantage, like to get us. So. Unless we have something like elaborate plan, like a trap of some sort, I think we need to get off this roof. All right, I agree. So, where sh- should we head? Um, why don't we? Um, well, we can't g- get into the music thing. Um, Wait, why not? I-, I guess we could fake being an acting manager. Fake, that, that be- is- fake, oh, fake. You- so you did mention the puppets. That is true. Yeah, that that is true. That's true. Do you have the puppets? I got a sock. (laughs) What else is a puppet, right? Okay, okay. You 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 know what? I'm gonna trust you. Is this actually like? Do you have a sock on you, or would you really like? Yeah, he has an extra. I think that no. I think there's a sock. Like yeah, yeah. There is like an extra sock or whatever. Okay. (laughs) Oh, but you know what? If man, when I win, Perrin's gonna be so upset. 
he's going to be mad, but you don't have to win. We can be, be there just collecting information because we know that there's oh, that's true other too. important people there. I know you want to win, though. Uh, I always want to win. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Uh, <laughs> because it's like, you know what it is? It's he would have to be, he would be throwing a fight, even though he won't yeah. win. Like he can't win at all. Right. Uh, but it would be a form of like lying and trickery right. and deceit, which like, I don't think he, uh, unless it's like life or death, I don't think he is putting on a show like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like those types of things lead. He would just uh, naturally tell the truth. Yeah. Like that's what you do. That's your default. He actually believes that. Yeah. Yeah. And he wouldn't want to, uh, like, he always wants to perform at his best. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong with that because the whole goal is to get information. What, so... about, what about you? Do you perform? Do you do anything? Well, I got to be the manager. I don't really perform. Um, I could be the manager. You could be a performer. Uh, you could do all your math tricks. All the, all I, the, you know what? Do, all those, do, you, do you think? The, yeah, the section number things that you do. This is a math kind of crowd? I, maybe. I've never seen half the stuff you do. It's actually a good point. Sometimes you write, you write alphabet stuff in your numbers. That doesn't even make sense. I actually do some very hilarious things with, with quadratic equations. Yeah. Probably. I got some good math jokes. If, I mean, maybe I, we can go as like a comedian thing. Okay. I'm totally down for that. Okay. When you put X in stuff, I, it just cracks me up. Oh, not only X. A, B, C. <laughs> stop, a. stop, stop. He starts like laughing. All 26 letters. Oh, man. So are you guys going to the tryouts? We're going to the tryouts. We're going to the tryouts. Yeah, yeah, let's do right. it. Yeah. All right, so you all are Eva, Oh. Can we call you a math magician? <laughs> it's so good. A math magician? A math magician. Okay. Yeah. I like right. it. So you guys are going to the tryouts with math. Yeah. Yes. All right. Excellent. Yeah, kids. We're going to go try out some math. All right. <laughs> Speaking of the tryouts, let's cut back to Perrin. So, Perrin, you are like, you're the next act out. Yes. So you guys are uh, behind that, like off to the side, right, of the stage. On stage right now, there's a guy telling a really long story, and he's got a chicken, and it doesn't <laughs> seem like it's going anywhere. So, like, the crowd is cold right now. Okay, we got we to gotta hype these people up. Mm-hmm. I can announce you before you come out. What do you think? Uh, you, you could if you'd like. Well, what do you What do I think? Yeah. What would you do? I think that uh, Perrin Underbow, P-U, stands for pure adrenaline. Adrenaline. I like it. Melanie, oh, so does it count. They can't all be gems. I'm saving it for the stage. So, um, Save it for the stage. How long do we have before we have to go up? Can I? Like, I mean, this guy's going to be taken off stage soon. Like maybe a minute. <laughs> okay. Um. So is there... Is, there are rafters in this stage. Like, what does it look like? Is oh, it sure. A... Like, let's say that. I mean, there's there, there, there's there's, there's no no there's no lights. I mean, yeah. right. Is so, it... but yes, you know what? They have created like this kind of wooden arch, and they've placed some like torches in it. But the torches clearly have light cast on them because they're not going to burn. So there's like like lights that are made out of magic. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I, a little walkway. I would sure. like to um, climb up mm-hmm. a thing, whatever rafter beam, and when I want to announce Perrin, I want to propel down Ooh. and throw uh oh she never gave me that that silver stuff. Well let's say that let's say that you okay. know what you know what roll perception. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. find that. Yeah, roll yeah <laughs> roll, roll perception. Oh yeah. 
19. Oh, yeah. So you track her down. So you're in yeah. the back stage area and you're like, like, you got like just a little bit of time. Yeah, and yeah. there's that dwarf just like with a clipboard, you know, a hey. cold coffee. Hey, man, um, do you have that silver powder we talked about? I have like, I have like a three minutes before my, my act has to go on. Where is it? Uh, I'm just going to grab a jar and hands it to you. And it's got like a bunch of like silver powder in it. Feels weirdly heavy. I'm okay. very strong. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So um, I take this and I kind of like give you a wink because yep. I didn't really communicate what I'm doing. Yep. And she winks. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, the dwarf thought you were, you were, you were winking at her and then like stops halfway through like awkwardly. Right. <laughs> you were. Her eyes just switching. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so I take the, the um, urn and I climb up. Uh, as you're walking as towards it, there's a there's another stagehand or whatever, and like they're standing there right by the edge of it, and you are in on your head like you get this whole thing planned. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna tell this whole thing. story, and I got you like like there's, there's the a reason up. for you to be here. Yeah, and she just kind of nods at you, and you walk past because <laughs> no one cares what you're doing backstage okay. as long as you know like look what you know what you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah, and you climb up to the top, and she's now climbed to the top of this arch okay. right above the stage, and she's getting ready to. So the other guy's off now. Uh, well, the, he's. There's a lot of he's booing. dying. Right. There's a <laughs> lot of booing, and there's like the uh, the uh, like there's like a a guy who's running the show and introducing right. each one, right. and he's like, oh, "Thank you, thank you, pull him off." And uh, next we have Peron, Peron, Peron. Uh, and a burst from with like the string and the um, everything, and like a cloud of silver smoke and i go introducing the perfect unicorn the pouncing umbrella the pair of underwear <laughs> parent under throw 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 roll me a performance <laughs> okay. oh that was awesome mm -hmm. oh. roll it with advantage that was that has absolute advantage yeah <laughs> hey but you sell it at the beginning right, yeah. yes uh, 18. 18's yes. gonna do it. Yeah. It looks good. So oh you get your God. legs like strapped around this rope, and you've just picked the right sandbag. So you're lowering at just the right speed, yeah. like not too fast. You're hurling these handfuls of this oddly heavy silver powder, kind of grayish powder, but you're hurling it in big <laughs> handfuls. And boy, does it look good as it cascades down below. Uh, do you step out while she's doing this? Uh, I I am uh, stage rear. Mm -hmm. And as this is happening, I just, and there's like a little curtain back at the edge of the stage. As this is happening, I let it, I let it kind of fade. And as people are watching it, as it starts to fade, I just kind of glide out from under the from under the the curtain and make my way to the front of the stage. Perfect. All right, you throw the last handful of this gray powder out. Yeah. And what do you do? Do you exit? I, so I realize that I'm attached to string. Right. And there's in the I, middle of the stage. And I didn't I think about it. Um. And Your foot's kind of like in the loop, <laughs> right? So you're trying to shake it off. So like, I'm gonna try to nonchalantly climb. Sure. <laughs> sure. Roll me a climb. Just drop the glass jar, it clatters on the stage. Oh man, what is the climb? Acrobatics. Oh, ac acrobatics. Oh. Acrobatics, yeah. Uh, 
14, 15, 16. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you're up that rope pretty quickly, right? Yeah, and the stage is now covered in this gray glittering dust, and you step out into the center. What are you doing? Uh, so I, I've got my drum, and uh, I, I address the crowd, and I say, well, thank you very much, Ash, my manager. The, uh, the person before me was pretty foul. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys is like, yeah, we hated yeah. that guy. Right. So now, instead of telling you stories, I have great stories, some of the best stories. But today, instead, I felt like this crowd right now, right here, needs some music. You need to be entertained. Feel free to get up and dance if you are so moved. They and, don't look like they're going to dance, right. but they're into it. They're listening. Right. So then I break out my drums. Mm. I'm going to get into some uh, some Cuban Congo rhythms. All right. And uh, so just kind of imagine, like, uh, man, this is going to date me. <laughs> um, little teeny set right, of drums. Right, right, right. right. Um, so just imagine, like, Gloria Stefan conga. Yep. yep. That song. So, like. The rhythm is going to get you. Yes, exactly. So, like. So we're we're getting ready, and then all of a sudden, I get like some some music going, and and then I start to perform. All right, excellent. Right. So I would we like you we to... call this in the South the Tito Puente. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would like you to roll performance, and I would like and remind you that you have a dice six if you want to add to it. Yeah. So uh, I mean. Do I need to add to a 24? No, you don't. Really. <laughs> no. Oh. So you do this perfectly. Like you're like you're you're kind of teasing in little bits right. of a story. Right. And then like right? Like like it's all perfectly timed. You've done this a couple times before. Yes. You know the audience you're selling to. You've got them just in the palm of your hand. It's and that uh scene from the mask where like yeah, yeah, yeah. where all the police officers are yeah. dancing. <laughs> they call me Cuban beat. <laughs> and what do you do once you've got them there? So remember the name is Paranandabu. So as you sit around when the time is right to chant, the thing to chant is PU. PU. And they're all wildly screaming at this point. I take a bow and as like I bow and slide back through the curtain, (laughs) back away. As you slide, your foot drags across this wooden floor and drags through this gray powder that's been laid upon it. And you hear what sounds like sandpaper and then a and it goes up. So this, no, I would like you to roll a, a dexterity save. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I got a natural one, but I'm lucky. So I, yeah, you get to re-roll that. Thank yeah, God you're a halfling. Uh, so you dex, still have a dice six, too. Dex, uh, dex saving throw is 22. Oh, boy, you got, Ooh. man, it's a good thing you're a halfling. <laughs> so you're, there's like this burst of like pink, like fire, and then green fire, and then blue fire, and there's all these like, little explosions like in a lightning bolt out from you where she's drug this, you guess, gunpowder or, you know, whatever it is all over the stage. And it just erupts. It doesn't doesn't, like catch anything on fire. It just kind of like is a lot of smoke and light. And the audience goes insane (laughs) because it looks like you did it on 
purpose. Yes. Then it just drew a little trail as you're going out. They're all shouting, P-U, P-U. <laughs> and before you're even off the stage, they're already running up and being like, yeah, yeah, you guys are in. So be here tonight. <laughs> and they tell you where to be this evening. And you guys are all set up. You're in. And then, then I look at Ash and I go, <laughs> I, I I finally give her her wink back. <laughs> so the, the camera kind of slides into this last little bit of flame that's appearing. And it's just like this red ball of fire and then instantly shifts to this woman's finger as she's pointing towards, uh, what was the contact's name? Towards Melanie <laughs> and Neral. Neral. Yes. So a little bead of fire fires off her finger. You are about 30 feet away. Can I run over and put up my shield to, to guard to Melanie? take it? To take the hit or to guard Melanie? You can guard one of them, right? So you Oof. could like tackle one to the ground and protect them with your shield. Or you could try and intercept that little bead of fire. Because I have a feeling that little bead of fire is going to be a big bead of fire when it hits something. I mean, it would seem sensible. <laughs> like, anything being a, a bead of fire fired from someone's finger towards people is not going to be a hug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to tackle the drow con. I'm going to try to tackle Neural. Okay. Uh, there is a fountain nearby. So you could try and tackle Neural into the fountain. Now, that's going to leave Melanie exposed to this blast. Could I tackle the, the elf? Throwing the fire. Already left her finger because you didn't see her in time. Okay. Yeah. It's like that little couple slow-mo <laughs> seconds where you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we got to get whatever the contact needs. So I'm going to try to tackle them. Okay. So you're going to tackle Naraj and leave Melanie to her own devices. I, I'm going to yell as I'm tackling. Sure. Fair enough. Okay. Everybody but, down. I would like you to roll. Uh, roll athletics. Ooh, boy. Oh, good. Only a seven. Oh, okay. So you run and you run and you're like, get out of the way. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, Melanie heard you in time. Uh -oh. And Melanie turns and like leaps and just makes it into the fountain just as this little bead of fire is approaching. But Siraj turns. His, not Zaraj, sorry, that'd be really easy. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Neral turns, his eyes widen, and this bolt hits him, and he just explodes into a ball of fire. Oh, my God. Oh. Jeez. Could be okay. <laughs> I have healing. It sounded oh, like a he, lot of dice. He exploded. Yeah. And then he rolled more dice. <laughs> okay. That's like all, oh, all pieces. So, uh, Melanie gets singed, but she hits the water, so she's okay. I'm only going to give her a fourth of the damage, because she okay. was able to make the save. And she, Oh, that's going to be oh. disadvantage the next roll. That's unfortunate. So, she makes it into the fountain. She's all, all, all right. Neral is vaporized. There's a massive oh. cloud of smoke Ooh. and everything there's some tables blasted out of the way i would like you to roll perception with disadvantage because there is smoke everywhere what am i rolling uh roll uh roll no. perception, perception at disadvantage, disadvantage. thank you oh. i also have to roll twice yeah you should yeah. roll twice yeah. and pick the lowest, the lowest yeah. Ooh. Okay, no. <laughs> but either one, I got an 18 and a 17. Wow. Ooh, that's pretty good. Unfortunately, not quite enough. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what's your modifier? Oh, oh wait, hold on. That's hold a good on. point. 
Um, it's only a plus one. Okay. So okay. 18, well, 19. yeah. So this is what, so this is what happens. Like the smoke is in your eyes. You're, you're coughing and like you're clearing away. You step out of this cloud of smoke. Melanie's okay. And as you look up, you just see a drow vanish down one of the alleys, like maybe a hundred feet that way, running. I'm gonna take off running after the drow. All right. The, you also, as you're running off, see who the wizard, you're assuming it's a wizard, right? Who just cast that spell running this way. So there's two drow now. One's oh. running down this alley, and there's another one that you just noticed is running down that alley. Uh, I'm gonna go after the second one. So not the wizard. No, because I don't want to get vaporized. All right, fair enough. All right, so you're running after that one. Uh, they both seem to just be sprinting. I would like you to roll survival to see if you can track this person through the back alleys. Uh, only a... Ten? No, seven. Okay, so you dive into that back alley, and just, they're already gone. Just There's so many twists and turns, and you don't know this city that well. I, like, cuss in frustration. And kick a wall, and it's ah. so I go. I I turn around and go back, and um. So you turn around, and like there's guards kind of descending on the area. People are still kind of in a panic, and then you like don't see Melanie, and you look around, and Melanie's like ducked in an alley and is waving you towards her. Okay, so I go over to her. So, well, there wasn't much left of him, but he had this bag. It was empty, and she shows you this, like you know. Like black silk, kind of silver lined, very drowy, right? Bag, right? <laughs> and there's nothing in it, but it looks like it should have had something in it. Huh. Can I do a detect evil on it? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So you kind of like, there's whatever was in this was a little evil, but also he may have been a little evil, mm. but there was some evil definitely going on nearby this bag. Um. Did you get a chance to find out what it was he had? I don't know. He just said it would be helpful. He just said it would be helpful. That could be anything. It could be anything. He was really scared and nervous. And he said that the Xanathar were on, was on to him, but also his group was on to him. This group of drow. Oh, it's so hard to say. It's like, God damn it. Break it. It's another French thing. Uh, Bregan D'Arth. Bregan Darthy or something? Bregan Darthy. Bregan Darthy, is that it? Yes. Okay, great. Sound account. Great. <laughs> He's with the Bregan Darthy. I believe he was working as an agent for the Xanathar. They must have found out that he was double-crossing them. I don't know. Well. I just got a little bit from him. <gasps> oh! Oh, he said it was a stone. I saw it. I know it now, because he tucked it in just as I was sitting down. There was a top of this light blue stone. That must have been what was in that bag. Hmm. So I wonder who got the stone or if it went up with him. I don't know. The bag survived. I imagine the stone would. Well, let's go look. Where do you want to look? Um, where you kind of make a circuit around where you were sitting in case sure. there's still guards. Yeah, I mean, people are, like, gathering, and, like, the guards are trying to clear the area, but right before you can, you can do, like, one quick sweep. So, roll me an investigation. Um, 
10. Okay, so like where this blackened soot appeared from the fireball, a spell, you can see a clear track of prints that went in and went out. So someone right after that fireball went off, ran in to where the body was or what was left of it and ran back out. It looks like they got whatever it was. And those footprints, like the soot footprints, led towards where you had tried to run that guy down. So mm -hmm. probably went that way. How well do you know the city? Well, fairly well. I did grow up here. Ooh. So if we... It was went... a lovely childhood. I'd like to hear... No, sorry. <laughs> I don't know where, so I hear Shaka. <laughs> um, so if we, if we investigate those alleys and you're with me, do you have any idea where a drow would run? Oh, dear. Um, well, anywhere in the city, really. And they don't like light. So I can't imagine they'd be out in the middle of the day for long. Let's look. And she goes into the back, too. And she rolls, roll me three investigations. Mm, terribly helpful. Ooh, a, a 20, a 5, and a 15. Okay. So you guys are looking for a while, and she's kind of looking down alleys and checking things down. And she's not being quite as helpful as you had hoped. She would be, but you catch out the corner of your eye, like a little bit of this dust or ash or whatever was left over from the fireball, a spell, like there's like a white post that's that that's been lime washed over and over. So it's this bright white post and there's definitely an ash and handprint on it. And then this little area down and there's a door that kind of looks like it opens into the back of a building, but hasn't been used in a while, but it's clearly unlocked. All right, um, I'm going to have my sword up and at the ready. <laughs> and it's like, go find the others. Tell them where I'm at. Oh, okay. You, you don't have weapons. No. So just tell them, bring someone back or get knock knock. Oh, oh, okay. Be, be careful. And she goes running back yeah. towards, uh, well, towards where you guys would have been. So that's going to be unfortunate. But do you go inside? Um, I, I very carefully go inside. All right, so you open the door. It's very slowly, just kind of. Large, dark, windowless room. Oh, boy. And I've been, well, I'm in Mithril Arbor, which is shiny. Yeah. Um, shiny, but doesn't produce light. Right. So what are you going to do? I've got Human. my torch. You do have your torch. You want to light it? Ooh. Ooh, but do I want to waste a torch that goes for eight hours? Yeah. Um, do I have a regular torch with me? No, but uh, but like off to the side of one of the buildings is like an unlit lantern just hanging there. So okay. you can just like, yeah. you know, I'll grab that. Borrow it for the church. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you, you like yeah. that. You kind of adjust the flame a bit. Yeah. The room begins to brighten up and you're in like a 50 foot by 50 foot room. There's like a table and some sleeping bags. Like someone has been using this recently. Hmm. Um, I will investigate the room, but also kind of at the ready. And I'm going to drop that lantern if I have to. Excellent. All right. Uh, I would like you to roll perception. All right. That'd be good to me. And that is a 19. Okay. So you're kind of looking through the room and you're not seeing anyone, but you're looking like through the bedrolls and down, like there's a couple maps and it's like, what is good? Like someone was clearly someone or some people were planning something here so you're looking around and then all of a sudden the way that the light sweeps through the room doesn't line up 
and you just kind of like are startled and push like a chair, like slide it over towards the area, kind of kick it, right? And it strikes something that's not there. And then this veil of darkness falls and there's an elf, a drow staring right back at you. We're going to hold right there. So we're going to jump back to you two. Yeah. And you two are approaching uh, this, like, like, like you, you just hear the final notes of Perrin. And Perrin is like, like, it's just like, this dulcet tones coming through the alleys as you approach mm-hmm. this area. Like, well, that sounds amazing. And then you just see Perrin on stage and everyone's going crazy and cheering for him. And then fire erupts all around him as he <laughs> moonwalks oh, yeah. off the stage and the crowd goes crazy. Knock uh, Knock sees this and like understands that like this is a performance you know what i mean it's like when you think you're a good singer in the shower but then you see like celine dion and you're like <laughs> you're like oh man i can't do karaoke uh and he had like these notes on how he was gonna announce shaka and he kind of just like crumbles them and like puts them in his back pocket. he's like um i think he's got it man <laughs> i mean that looks pretty cool it looks pretty awesome. but it's not a math joke is what i'm saying <laughs> it's not it's not wait you were gonna do math jokes math jokes oh i thought you were gonna perform yeah I that mean, is yeah. performing i what mean that performing is i like i like it you know what should i pull out my notes that i i was well gonna you crumpled them up now I, but i can I, he takes it out he starts like things. now it I, doesn't look professional i you're had gonna, some good gonna stuff introduce a crumpled notepad i had some it? good stuff on here though um uh, I'd I'd be like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because that's all people, you know, it's, it's a performer thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, it's a, a a sign of the times, and then I would do, I would, I would do, would I would do, do like, uh, I would do like a, a thing, a, a, sign, a, a sign of the times uh, to be obtuse when you see a new obtuse. You know what you know, they uh, when you see a new act. Um, but this guy is really a cute performer. Um, Shaka the math, math magician. And it would be, I mean, I was picturing like coats and lights and like backup dancers and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but- math magician. And there's a little puppet. Are we talking to swung around to? Oh, math magician, you say? Crosses his little wooden leg and lifts his little wooden hand. Yeah. Yeah. You all performers. Yeah, we're performers. Haven't seen a math magician before. It's true. It's it's a very special skill. Uh do I see like the strings on this puppet? Yeah. Or am I like freaked out? Like freaking like, oh god! Uh, you, see nothing. you don't know how this is happening. Like, like you don't know how this puppet is working. It doesn't make any sense right now. Right, right now, like there are no strings to hold him down. Like, it, okay, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I think knock knock. Like his like like the neurosynapses in his brain just start start like kicking in overdrive, and he's like learning. He's like yeah. picking up stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah, um... Does a man should always have a hat? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> little hat. That's cool. <laughs> okay, I am freaked out by this thing. Wow. Like, I am literally, like, I think this is some kind of, like, demon. Yeah. Or I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Knock, <laughs> knock, what is this thing? This is a puppet, man. I'm about to try to kill it. This is the best way I to learn. I don't know what it is. Don't, I don't know kill you... me. Yeah, don't kill this guy. It's What's not you... a guy. Excuse me? It's a toy. What's Look your name? What's your name, man? Well, my name? My name is... 
Richard Stickelson. <laughs> Dude, how lucky is this guy that his last name is Wood and yes. he's made out of wood? It was like I was destined. Dude's destined. And like he takes his hands and they, and they end in matches. And he goes, Psh. oh my God. Oh, he can only do that once or twice, man. <laughs> it's like diminishing returns after a while. <sighs> okay, Woodman. Um, are you performing tonight? I was like, well, we both are. And then out from under the table, it's got like a little, you know, curtained area. And the puppeteer leans out. Oh, and man. When he leans out, you can see like there's like little wooden okay. dowels up from under the table uh, okay. pushing up the puppet. So I start to really calm down because I'm like, oh, my God. Like right. my heart was racing because I literally thought this was like. Knock, knock, kicks to dust. Like I don't need like, yeah, okay. The puppeteer sees you do that. And like reaches back with a toe that you can't see, and has, and as he's talking to Shaka, has the puppet kind of turn and wink at you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, like, he like just like holds it in, like it's like when you you uh, get the feeling that you know Santa Claus isn't real, yeah. but then like uh, the carrots have bite marks in them, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, for like Santa reindeer. Claus for the reindeer. Oh, for the reindeer. <laughs> did you leave carrots out for the reindeer? Yeah. I have not no. heard of this. No. It was cookies for Santa, right? It was cookies for Santa, but also carrots for the reindeer, too. Did but the mom, reindeer like, don't take... come in the house. You yeah, leave but it he... on the rooftop. You know what, man? I was stupid, okay? <laughs> I was a stupid little... Whatever, yeah. man. Did your folks like take bites out of both the carrots oh and the cookies? I think so, yeah. yeah I'm just thinking yeah. about yeah. reindeer squeezing down the chimney. <laughs> hey, guys, they question. have carrots. They got that's carrots. a good question. Yeah. That's a real good question. I don't know why I didn't... I didn't... Hey, <laughs> kids. I just want Santa, to Santa is game. real. <laughs> Santa is real. Carlos believed until Santa about Santa until like five minutes ago. <laughs> just processing. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. Okay, so so um, uh, what's the ventriloquist's name again? I'm sorry. The ventriloquist's name is Richard Stickles. All oh, right, Richard. No, 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 no. That's Burns. that's a dummy's name. No, dummy's name. the dummy's name is Richard Stickleson. Right. The damn it. The ventriloquist is Fern. It is a Fern Dickerson Richard. His name's. It's Nicholas. Nicholas Fernsberry. Okay, all right. So what? At your service. Okay, so um, check the tape. Is that the right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, it looks like we got some time because it looks like that uh, there was a big performance going on. Um, we're a little worried because we heard about um, this uh, guy named Zarash um, that was going around. Uh, Zarash the Hunter. Yeah, Zarash he also goes by Garage. Mm. <laughs> and Mirage, too. Yeah. Right? Ah, well, I have heard that. Ah, <laughs> that's, well, he has many, many names. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard that, but I have heard many tales about this orc. Oh, really? Quite a folk hero around these parts. Folk okay. hero? Why, yes. is, why is he a folk hero? Does he take out bad guys? He takes money from bad guys to take out other bad guys. What? Quite popular amongst the locals here. Okay. Um, Do I'll, the job that the constables won't. Well, I would love to try to meet him. Um, oh, most people don't enjoy meeting well, I, I'm I mean, meet him to possibly get his services. Do you know of... Any way to connect with him? Well, he only works for criminals to kill other criminals. But I suppose if your gold is good, perhaps. Okay. You Would mean, you like me to assist you in this matter? Uh, sure. Mm. As long as Richard's okay with it. I'll check. Yeah. Richard, you all right with that? <laughs> this sounds shady. <laughs> no one asked you, Richard. <laughs> I can do this. 
I'll need some gold, of course, to spread among some people's palms, get some information, loosen the lips. Okay. How much gold? Ten gold should be plenty. Ten gold? Man. Look, you can have something done fast, or you can have it done good, or you can have it done cheap. Okay. Pick two, right? Fast, cheap, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pick two of those. Okay, uh, oh. can I roll uh, persuasion to get yeah, him sure. to? Yeah, sure. Totally. 20, net 20. Yep. All right, all right. Five gold. All right, I think five gold. Can can we can we split this and each give them some? Knock knock. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Do you have yes. any gold? Yeah. Okay. Good. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. he always so you give gold. him five gold, and he uh, he just was packing up because he had already performed. So yeah, he's like, "How can I reach you? Where are you staying?" Uh, we're staying at the Jade Rose. All right. I will pass along word as soon as I have it. Be cool. Yeah, you can stop by whenever you want. Um, <laughs> You're talking directly yeah, to, the talking to, the, to the puppet. <laughs> For those listening to the podcast, I'm, I'm talking to a puppet. <laughs> well, we were, we're here in the room with you and we weren't even here. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking down at the ground. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, any, anytime you want to stop by, just like swing by. That's really cool. I mean, like, if you got friends, they could probably also teach me stuff. Um, yeah, I'm really bad at geography. <laughs> as, as he's packing up and he's like, you know, not again, not paying attention, just kind of talking, just like, too shocked. Well, I'll meet you guys later. And and the he has the like he kind of slips his hand in the back and he has the doll, well not the doll, but the the puppet stand up, little bow, and then tip his hat to you. <laughs> and tips tips uh his fake hat as knock, well. Knock knock tips his fake hat to the little <laughs> fake puppet. Yeah. All right, excellent. And then it is gathered up and placed into a trunk. Um yeah, we start walking away, which I, I'm like Hope that trunk has some air holes in it. Yeah, and I'm still like, <laughs> so I'm kind of feeling two things. One, even though I know the puppet is fake, I'm still freaked out by it. Yeah, I it was still a good act. like I yeah. can't really look at it straight. Like like during the whole thing, I'm kind of turned away from it. The other thing I'm feeling is I'm literally like disappointed that I don't get to do any map jokes. No, it's uh, fair because I spent our whole walk kind of thinking about hey, it, man. Yeah, writing them down a little bit. You could just bounce some of those jokes off me. Are you sure you're ready? Yeah, I'm totally ready. Okay, all right. What did the parabola say to the line? The the wobbitable? <laughs> what did you call it? What did the parabola say to, to, to the line? Uh, I don't know, man. What did he say? Stop, stop being so straight and have some fun with the curve. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's insane. The hell's a parabola? I don't hear you laughing. No, I'm, I'm it's laughing. It's a joke. I'm, no, it's... <laughs> Look good, man. Sounded like good. One dude in the background Sorry. with a pro with a pro attractor, like, ha! Ah, see, ha. there we go. Oh man, there we go. Before my time, I guess. I think it was before I was born. Before parabolas, or maybe after. Before, okay. I don't well, know, man. Shoot another one my way. Well, you know what? I'm going to train you. You're you're going to become my 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 math apprentice. Oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Give me another one. Oh, have you heard this one? Okay. Um. Why was six afraid of seven? Hmm. Nine, ten, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's the second part of seven, eight, nine, but what? I like it. I like oh, that's you're, even better. You're one. No, 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 but you are evolving the joke. Oh, like you're, you're bringing it to the next level. Thanks, man. I and just, you're surprising people. It was, I just multiplied them together, and that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Not what multiplying is. So, <laughs> so you guys are well. Actually, uh, Perrin would have just like been coming, like mopping his yeah. brow, signing autographs mm -hmm. as yeah. you're already trying to keep people away. So um, yeah, I'm trying to keep people away, but I also because the the winning prize was 500, but I decided to get a tip jar going. Nice. Ooh. So I um fielding people, but I um. Chips has a tip jar around his neck too, and I have a tip jar on my he's neck. In the raccoon, too. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in the raccoon. Yeah. His mouth filled with gold. On it. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. I'm collecting tips for Perrin. Yeah. Chips made more. Yeah. Chips of course, made more of tips. Course. Right. And but and there's also like you know a couple like hotel numbers of people that have like dropped in mm. wanting to be Perrin. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 It's uh, my adoring public. Uh. Ash, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have a future in management of bards. Oh man, I can't wait till I could be a bard too. Bardic management, boy, yeah. that just sounds so exciting. <laughs> Is that a special subclass? Yeah, right. Bardic that's like a bachelor of arts. Bardic, yeah. bardic management. You did so good. It was, uh, it was a team effort. Yeah, really, really. So I, I must thank you because if you had not put down. Uh, the the sparkle dust. Sparkle dust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look like magnesium. <laughs> it might have been honest. <laughs> Felt like magnesium. <laughs> it smelled like magnesium. Yeah. I want to say sparkle powder, but it doesn't really translate how unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that you guys see nice knock knock yes. and Chaka yeah. gathered there as well. Oh well, hey, it's. Nice to see you, gentlemen. Hey, great job, yeah. man. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you killed it out there. Yeah, you did. Uh, this is, uh, as some would say, what I do. And there's someone like behind you now, like just taking measurements. Right. And there's someone else with a clipboard, just two gnomes going around you, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Lift your arms, please, sir. Yes. Thank there you. There we go. There we go. Excellent. There it, we go. You were really good. Well, thank you. Wow. Big thumbs up and they run off. Well, it, I mean, we just caught the end, but it looked incredible. But guys, yeah. we got some information. Oh, that is wonderful. On the guy that tried to murder you. Oh, yeah. Was he uh, um, possessed? Uh, we don't know that yet, but we'll get some info coming to us when we get back to the J. Rose. But I think we need to get up with uh, Celise because she's the only one missing. I want, I want to see what happened with the, her and the contact uh, that Melanie was being. Let's go find Celise and tell her how good we did. I, I think we should. Yeah. When do we have to be back here? Because you're definitely going to win, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I think they've already told me that I've won. Oh. So, no, no. That was just to get into the party. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Yes. yeah. So, I'll be at the party. That's, that's like oh, tonight at 10. Okay. Oh, okay. He'll be on stage okay. at 10. They'll let you can, like, sew him a little outfit yes. and get them all set up. Yep. Gotcha. All right. Well, do, do we know the address? Do we know where Celise has gone with Melanie? Yeah, absolutely. Like the actual place. So, okay. I, I'm trying to think as a character. Like, I, like I don't know she's in trouble, but right. like I do want to go and at least be around the I area. Mean, you guys are all done with the things you were yes. doing, so yeah. it makes so yeah. it makes total mm -hmm. yes. sense. Yes. So I would say that as you guys had just done that last scope. And I'd like, you know, checked out the areas around and you kind of were circling back towards the main area. Uh, you see these four guys just like walk up. There's no reason for them to hide. So they all just kind of walk up and Chips is out bounding about. Well, yeah. Aren't I still like Killing facing rats. off the surprise elf? Oh, wait, yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wait, I was like, wait, wait hold on. Back up, back up. Sorry. So you guys are walking towards the square right now. Yeah. Sorry. You 
reaching, you have gone into this. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, that's better. Okay, so you have gone in, you are walking towards this square. And as you do, Melanie just comes bursting around a corner, running up to you. Oh, good, you guys are all here. Sleece needs your help. Come what? with me. Okay. And goes running back towards it. Okay. I bound after her. Okay, I, yeah. I get my crossbow out, yeah. start running. So you have this blackness has fallen. And there is, but it's hard to run. This is why you don't split the party because the DM just like things fall <laughs> to your head, right? So you just see this drow appear and he looks a little taken aback for a second, but he recovers nice, nicely. And he's got his hand on his side where he's got a short sword in one hand and what looks like you've heard of these, but you haven't really seen one, a pistol in his other hand. Hmm. Yeah, these drow have been known to be experimenting with this thing called gunpowder. And he's got a weapon in each hand and just kind of looking directly at you. Persistent. Yes. You're about 30 feet apart right now. Yes, it's something my trainers liked about me in Temple. I can see why your kind would enjoy that. I really must be going, though. No. Mm. No. We should talk. Well, I allow my actions to speak for me. And he goes to raise a gun. Now, you can act first because you surprised him. Um, can I throw a holy smite at him? Yeah, you can throw a holy smite at him. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. Are you just like hurling something with holy smite at him? Or are you uh, running to, or are you sprinting towards him to hit before the gun comes up? Ooh. Now, the question is, what's out of character? What's at least know the damage a gun could do? You've heard of these weapons, and you're pretty well trained. So, yeah. All right. It may be a foolish thing to do, but I'm going to, like, barrel at him, ready to smite. All right. Roll the hit. <sighs> Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, that was close. <gasps> yeah, you do have to roll at disadvantage, though, because you dropped a die. Oh, yeah. She, she I'd like to yeah, point out. Oh, she did roll a disadvantage. Oh, you did yeah, already. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'd like to point out that Carlos brought that up, so Carlos tried to sabotage Did it. I bring it up? Yep, yeah. yep, you definitely, like, did the face, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. so it's a... Uh, Saboteur. At least that's how I interpret it. Is that not what you were doing? Oh, I thought you were going to say something about it getting close to the table. Oh, I was no, like, yeah, no, no. I was, I was just like, like, no, you're like, you're like, like, no. You're like, oh, man, like, is that something? No. It's like no. the telekinetic power. <laughs> I totally agree. It's something you did not do. All right, I'm making sure I don't mess up my to hit. Um, it's a 14. Yeah, so you, unfortunately... Don't hit. You go in there to basically lead with your shield and just imbue it with all of Tyr's energy. And you're going to get a swipe at him and he just steps back just in time. So as the shield swipes past him, you see the gun lower towards you. Oh, oh my God. Wait, I get a second attack now because yes, I'm level five. <laughs> yes, you do. Sweet. So just as this gun is lowering. <laughs> I'm going to, can I dodge? Uh, is there anybody to dodge in 5e? Um, or, and I'm I wearing a metal plate, so. I think yeah. you, you, it's, it's a reaction, right? Regular action. Yeah. regular action? And what does it do? What does it give you? Ah, yeah. No, that sounds completely valid. So yeah, you could spend your next action giving him disadvantage on this attack. Um, so it's either attack or, or try to dodge. Correct. Uh... I'm going to try to attack. All right. Ooh. That's oh, yeah. yeah. So you miss with your shield. He leans back 
and he's bringing up this gun right to your face, but you've used that momentum to bring your sword around. So I would like you to roll damage, uh, double damage from the sword, and then your uh, thunder smite, I believe yes. you're doing. Sweet. Uh, yes, smite. I have to look and see Sweet. what that does. It's going to be loud is what's going to do. <laughs> thunder smite is you loud. You all know exactly where yeah. I'm at. All the bullets go off in the chamber. <laughs> smite, is, smite is not listed here. Crap. I know I had it. I goofed. Oh, well. You didn't goof? I didn't goof. It's, it's, it's definitely more damage. Okay, so it, I know Thunderous it's D8 goof. for my sword. Um, and I think it's a D6 for Smite. Okay. So I'll just, I'll roll with it. Uh, nine, and I get plus four on damage. Six, so 10, 17, 12. 10, 17, I'm, 12. I'm sorry. 10, 11, 6. All right. So 10, 11, so it's plus six, so 17 total. Yes. All right. So your sword just comes up, takes his hand clean off Woo! at the wrist, and Woo! there's a thump, and the gun hits, and there's a bang. He's been trying to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'd leave too. I would like you to roll perception. Mm-hmm. Uh, 17, I think I get a plus three on that. Hold on. My perception. Actually, yeah, uh, no, plus one, so 18. Okay, so he is trying to run. He's now, like, running for, like, a back stairwell, and he's reached into his pocket and he was like, just take it. And he hurls something out of his pocket and like out the window. So now it's like gone into the, into the, into the street as he's running the other way. Damn. Um, can I tell it was like the blue? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you could see it was a blue stone. Absolutely. All right. So I uh, probably stupid ass, but. If I try to dive out of the window, how bad would it be? Well, I mean, you're like, let's say that, you know, you're only on the second story. So, yeah, you, if, if you rolled, like, if you rolled a, a successful enough acrobatics, you know, or athletics, you can pull this mm. off. Two stories. Nah, my, my dex is not good. Fair enough. Um, so, I'm going to, like, you know, I'm going to let him go. The fastest way would be the way you came in. Yeah, so I'm just going to double back and, and book so I can try to find and that so you stone. run down these stairs. You burst open the door. There's a couple people who have gathered and are looking at this thing. But otherwise than that. Step away from that. They see a paladin of tears saying step away from something. It's like, oh, it must be evil. Damn, okay. So they all <laughs> step away, right? So I, I take the stone. There is an oblong stone. Uh, see, oblong came into play. There's an oblong, there is an oblong a stone that is like light blue and has three carved eyes in a row on top of it. So there's like one eye, two eye, three eye, all closed on the front of it. So I, I carefully pick this up. It's just like, I pick it up because I don't have that bag, right? Yeah, um, this so is I, you. So I, I carefully pick it up and kind of try to fold it in a in a in a wrap of my yeah, my cape totally and i turn around and I'm like oh hey guys so as you're, so <laughs> as you're kind of folding it up your thumb just brushes over the smooth kind of almost marble surface of this rock and all three eyes open and you are just flashed and you're just in this deep ocean just floating in the middle of it blackness all around you 
uh, I try not to panic because I'm wearing plate armor. Um, you don't feel it. Definitely feels like a dream, even the like you feel like you're there, but it definitely feels like a dream. So you're not unsettled by any of it. Okay, so it's not like oh god, I'm something in the ocean. Right, exactly. It's like you feel no need to breathe. You feel no panic about being underwater. It doesn't even feel cold, even though you're clearly deep, deep under something because you can't see the surface. Um, I just try to kind of, can I try the surface? Yeah. So you start to swim upwards. So you're just swimming and swimming and swimming upwards. And it just feels like you're not moving. You have no perception and no, like there's nothing to look at. Like, so you don't know how fast you're going or if you're going anywhere. And then a blue glow just begins to form in front of you and seems to be growing towards you. Um, I'll go toward the glow. So you kind of swim a little bit closer and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and eventually you realize it's like some sort of like trailing tentacle or like forehead prong with a big glowing blue light and then behind it is this massive creature a huge monstrosity with three eyes lined up and this little glowing tendril off its forehead just brightens and brightens and you have to guard your eyes and boom you're right back in the street holding this rock with three closed eyes. And, I'm, and I look around, it's like, okay, that was really weird. So I, I just wrap it up in my cape and make sure not to touch it. Excellent. <laughs> um, and I, I turn around, it's like, hi. Um, so I found what I think we're looking for. Who are you talking to right now? Uh, I, I turn around and see Shaka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah they're all, so you all are, are okay. coming into right. this as you see her stand up, wrapping something in a cloth, almost like you would swaddle a baby, <laughs> and then turning like, towards the rest okay. of you. Everything okay, Salise? Oh, my gosh. <gasps> I got, <gasps> Breathe. Found. Breathe. Breathe. You breathe. Oh, yeah. Deep breath. Yeah, she just goes and sits by the <laughs> fountain. Deep you know. breath. It's yeah. okay. Um, we should go back to the hotel. Oh, water. Thank you. <laughs> you get water with some lemon and a little sprig of cucumber Melanie, if you have Mel- it. Thank Melanie, you. Melanie, Melanie. It's been a day. <laughs> really? You don't say. Well, what you, what you got there? Yeah, was that a baby? You, you find a baby? Like a, did you have a baby? I don't know what that is. Do, do we have a gang son <laughs> or daughter? Know. Yeah, crew baby. Salisa <laughs> just just starts walking toward the hotel. <laughs> just leave us. Just, just. Salisa's <laughs> just like, I gotta go. Salisa, like, uh, how did the meeting go? How how did it go with the, with the guy? She's like covered. <laughs> she's covered in him right now. <laughs> like my once clean armor is covered in black soot. So Lisa's just like, should have never left the temple, man. <laughs> and just she's just walking like, follow me if you want to know. Just follow. Yeah. Okay. I'm imagining yeah. that Salise is like Danny Glover from. Oh uh, yeah. Getting too old for this. Yeah. Way too old. <laughs> As you guys are leaving, that kid you keep bumping into, like, kind of overheard the whole thing because he was working another angle over in the crowd. Whenever there's like a large crowd gathered, it's pickpocket central. He's like. 
They just adopted a baby. It's like, I need parents. They've already met me twice. They just adopted a kid, but that's fine. That's fine. God, I hate those guys. You all just got to walk off back towards your hotel. And that is a perfect place for us to end this week. So thank you so much for joining us in our brand new studio. We will be here for the rest of the show. Check us out next week, same place at 12 p.m. Central. And we're going to go around the table and say goodbye. Ah, I am the perfectly unentertaining Cicero Holmes playing Heron Underbone. Uh, follow me at Stubby Stan on Twitter. Yep, and I'm Sharif Jackson playing Shaka, Tiefling Warlock. Uh, follow me at Sharif Jackson on all social networks. Uh, my name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on Twitter at Carlos Kritz. Uh, you could also catch me on my show, The Dungeon Rats. Hi, I'm Tanya DePass playing Salisa Storio. You can catch me on all social media as Cypher of Tear. Serena Marie playing Ashburn. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Serena Marie or on the Dungeon Rats and Godswell. And my name is Aram. You can find all the shows I work on, produce, and star on at neonrival.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>